The Trouble with Transformation, a serialised podcast by Alison Wynn. In the desert, not long after the green gives way to orange, where the shimmer meets the sand, there rests a concrete cave of wonders. Within its walls dwells a resourceful conjurer who harnesses the power of earth, wind, lightning and sea, and wields them as his own. People say he has dedicated his life to mastering the powers that derive from nature, and has conquered them all, all but one. His weakness that which extends mastery over him, is the power of fatherhood, the power of parental love. His daughter is the princess of his world, and to protect her, he would unleash the energy at the centre of a cyclone at her enemies. To his mind, she could want for nothing in the world of magic and extraordinary creations he had fostered. But the missing ingredient she craved was just out of reach. The experience of normality. You see, the nature of the conjurer's work was mysterious, secret, and dangerous, and his daughter, like the many good princesses of her ilk, had always understood. But she yearned for a memory she could hold on to, an event that she would recall in twenty years' time, that would make a special, yet very quintessential, childhood experience. She wanted a birthday party. The conjurer had misgivings. The common people. They would not respect the alchemy performed within these cavernous walls. But his princess was such an easy-going child. She had never so much as complained about living far from the other children, about the lack of visitors her own age. So the conjurer relented, and invitations for her 13th birthday party were sent out far and wide. Well, not that wide, really. The Princess of Power invited everyone in her school year. So it followed that the weapon-making boy and the Spice Girl should attend. It was their first outing together, just the two of them. The girl with the golden touch was away, and it suited them well. She had begun to grow suspicious. The party was spectacular, not least due to the magical science man the conjurer had hired for the occasion. He evoked slime lollipops and colourful explosions of foam. It gave the weapon-making boy an idea. Come, he said, and stepped away from the party and through the side door from whence the magical science man had appeared. The Spice Girl followed, not knowing what they were looking for or what they might find. The weapon-making boy explained that if they could replicate the reactions of the magical science man, the Spice Girl might rid herself of the girl with the golden touch rid them both, for the weapon-making boy had grown bored of her neediness. With the golden girl out of the way, the weapon-making boy and the spice girl could rule the school, or at least year eight. Besides, he said, pointing through the window at the pair of flaxen-haired twins throwing foam at the other party-goers, he knew just the people to help them. The spice girl sniffed the air. It was clean and fresh, like flowers in a meadow. Bright white machines hummed and thrummed and baskets of neatly pressed linens sat in a row. Atop one machine, they found what they were looking for, 
the magician's book of science spells. While the Spice Girl pored over the book, the weapon-making boy spied a shiny panel of buttons hung upon the wall. Filled with curiosity, the weapon boy flicked a switch. A sharp yelp emanated from the yard. He flicked it off, and the noise stopped. But it was too late. Standing beside him was a tall, broad-shouldered man with a big red beard and wild, snarly, dark blonde hair. He had summoned the conjurer. The weapon-making boy braced to feel his full wrath, and yes, a large roar did drown out the hum of machines. But it was the roar of laughter. I see you've found the controls for my electrical moat, the conjurer said. For one poor child, it was quite shocking. Fortunately, though, the setting was low, and my lawyer was right to insist on that non-disclosure agreement. Let us forget this incident and return to the merriment. Some ice cream and cake should set all to rights. But from now on, my inquisitive friends, should you visit my den, you'd be best to stay out of my sight. As the bus, filled with their classmates, pulled from the compound, foam flying and fizzes popping, the weapon-making boy leaned in for a kiss. The Spice Girl hesitated, only a moment before obliging. The connection as their lips touched was both electrifying and terrifying. The road she was on, it felt oh so very wrong. But she was so far down now, there seemed no hope for turning around. <laughs>